0: Hello and welcome again to another edition of Myrtle Beach Focus this weekend on your favorite Cumulus radio station, or maybe you're listening to us on the podcast. Either way, we do appreciate you taking us along. As always, I am Nitrate, and joined by the City of Myrtle Beach's Mark Crew. Mark, how are you today, sir?
1: I'm reasonably well, Nitrain. I I hope you are, too. Here we are in the last week of July of 2022. It has been a strange year, all things considered, maybe better than the COVID years, but back to school is right around the corner. Fall is not far away. I, I, I have not been to the beach in like two weeks, and I've got to fix that this weekend. I will say that. That's on my list of things to do Saturday is go to the beach how are you doing?
0: As, as we record this on a Wednesday, did you see the uh, pictures that were posted of the uh, rattlesnake at Myrtle Beach State Park I, beach? Did you see that?
1: I, I, I did see that. Uh, now that you mentioned it, yes. <laughs> and, and I don't go to the, the although I'm, I'm about you know quarter mile north of there when I usually go to the beach. So you know,
0: that, anyway. that's that's something you just don't think you're going to see every day. And he was uh He was a quite uh, a a quite quite sizable snake too, Mark.
1: Not a small snake, no, not at all. (laughs) Good
0: God, I was like, I'm sitting there terrified. I was like, I don't like going in the ocean because I don't want to be bait. But I'm going to tell you what, I would have went deep into the ocean after seeing that one.
1: Yeah, I'd I'd rather deal with the sharks and the. snake. yeah, give me
0: give me give me a chance there, my God. Apparently, though, that's not crazy uncommon. I was reading on that.
1: I've seen alligators. You usually get an alligator or two per year in the ocean. I don't recall seeing snakes of the non-water kind out there at all. Period. So,
0: yeah, good stuff though. And you were, you touched on it a moment ago. I'm I'm ready for yes. We're almost done with July. It's crazy, but I'm done with summer, Mark. I'm just totally <laughs> totally done with summer. I mean. Uh, and, and that has nothing to do with tourism okay it has nothing to do. i'm not anti-tourist okay i'm not saying that hot it's just hot i am done with this mark i mean give well, me couple, october
1: Yeah, you know, a couple of mornings heading off to work at eight o'clock in the morning and it's 85 degrees already at eight o'clock and i'm thinking well that's unusual that that's different but you know the afternoons have been hot but not not horrible here you know we, we've pushed 90 a couple of times maybe been 91 but compared to what the rest of the state has experienced what the rest of the country has experienced what the rest of the world has experienced i'll take my 88 to 91 any day
0: of the week. I'll, I'll tell you this it's funny you say that because it's been what um, i guess it was a couple of weekends ago i had to go to florence on a sunday mm-hmm. and when we left florence Long story short, by the time we got back to Myrtle Beach, it was 10 degrees cooler than it was in Florence. I was like, okay, I'm not going to complain so much about the heat then, you know?
1: Yeah, it, it's not been terrible here, although, you know, granted, I spend most of the days indoors in air conditioning. We do want to do a shout-out to all of our city crews who do listen to us when they're out working Saturday and Sunday mornings on the Cumulus radio stations. Um uh, but also everybody else who listens to us and is out there in the wee hours of the morning or out working in the heat all the time, too. So please stay cool. But.
0: You touched on this a moment ago that uh, it's, wow, just around the corner. Uh, it's back to school time. And we've also got, I'm assuming, I, I still have the assumption that North Carolina does not have a tax-free weekend anymore. Is that is that true to you? Oh, Do you I forgot know? about
1: that tax-free weekend. No, I, I think they canceled theirs. Yeah, I've not seen that, and I need to check on ours, because it's usually that first weekend of August. Um, yeah, so it,
0: Al- it, 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 is, it is. If you're listening to us on the weekend, it, it's the following weekend, yes.
1: Yes. It is. Okay. Okay. Well, well, I will have to publicize that. I'm glad you reminded me of that. Casey would have remembered that at some point <laughs> along the way, and, and and included that in the Friday facts at some point. But um, um, it is almost back to school. ore County schools, the public schools, start back August 15th, which is a Monday. That's what almost two weeks away from yeah. here. Not sure when CCU starts back, but I think it's in probably late August too. So,
0: and I will. And 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 people need to plan on that. Because, I mean, you're still in in pretty good tourist season at that point down here. So traffic is bad anyway. So be prepared for those school bus times and the a.m. in particular, the p.m. for sure.
1: You're right. And I did notice the traffic sort of tapered off midweek this week, but I would expect it to get heavy again. There for a while, you know, coming to work in the mornings took extra time because there were so many people out and about. Uh, even at you know, 8, 8.30 in the morning, I, I was surprised. But it has been a little bit better this week. Well, I say better because there's less traffic, but does that mean there's less visitors in town? I don't uh, know the answer to that
0: question. So. And, and, and when you hit August and school starts going back uh, in session across the region and the country, for that matter, um, we become more of a weekend town again. That was with a question mark at the end of it, Mark.
1: A little bit. Maybe September we do, certainly. August is still fairly busy, as you pointed out. And, again, I go to the beach all the way through September. I have been swimming comfortably in the ocean as late as November 1st night rain. Depends on the year. Depends on how, you know, quickly the cool weather arrives. But um, you can usually swim, you know, well into September and sometimes into October before things get. You know, know, I get why.
0: Mom and dad and the kids come down here in the summer. I mean, the kids are out of school. It's something something fun to do. And there's a lot of activity here along the Grand Strand. But if you don't have kids in school, I'm serious. September, October, maybe, that's the time to come, you know?
1: Oh, absolutely, and we've got so many fun events going on, and I listed our events. I need to mention, just for my own benefit, the Wooden Boat Show at some point in the fall, because that's a, a really great event. It's not a City of Myrtle Beach event. I wish it was. It's a you know, Georgetown City event, but that's just one of my favorites here along the Grand Strand.
0: Is that something that could be done on a waterway?
1: Uh, if you had a marina, probably, uh-huh. yes, Um Although a lot of it is, you know, on on Main Street there in downtown Georgetown, sure. they, you know, yeah. they line up the wooden boats and the vendors and just have a great old time. So, I, probably yes, yes. Just just curious, just throwing it out there.
0: Uh, in town this week, if you if you've been anywhere, my God, you should should know that it's it's Mustang Week. It, did I read Mark? This is the last one.
1: I I think that's correct. I don't know where they're headed after this, uh-huh. but I think that's correct. They're looking for a new location. I do want to point out that they're not using any city venues this year. It's not a city-sponsored event. Um, it, just as we talk about with some of the other events that happen, it, it can be noisy. You can have people driving badly. Is that the right way to put that? Mm. Um uh, in an unsafe manner, um, you know, we would ask that all of our visitors respect the community that they have come to visit. And unfortunately, not everybody does that.
0: So. Well, I mean, you, you say that, and so I'm going to ask a question. Then has has this been an unruly group in years past? If it is, if so, I'm not familiar with that.
1: Um, individuals within the group, yes, you've had you know burnouts and the high speed. Uh-huh. Lots of noise and speeding. Yes, and some some people who come to this event have not behaved well. I don't think it has anything to do with what your car choice is. Sure. It has to do with the fact that, hey, I'm away from home and I can behave like a... Mm. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, it's like when you've got 30,000 drunk rednecks in town for CCMF, it, it, it only takes one bad one, you know, to... Yeah. Uh, so, 100%, 100%. And I'm yep. touchy when it comes to mustangs, Mark. I happen to love mustangs. I'm very touchy on
1: that. Okay. <laughs> I don't have any uh, history with mustangs, so I don't have a. I don't. I don't have a dog. I'm very protective,
0: place, so. Mark. I'm very protective of the Mustang. <laughs> okay. I'm just letting you know there. <laughs> hey, what is? Uh, I'm not familiar with us talking about this. I know what we're going to talk about, but I didn't know this. uh, A bridge dedication. A bridge dedication, Mark.
1: Um, Yes, this is coming up next Friday evening, and we're going to name the bridge there on Harrelson Boulevard as it crosses U.S. 17 for um, Jacob Hancher, the police officer who was killed about a couple of years ago, I guess, Mm -hmm. um, in the line of duty. So we are going to name that bridge for him coming up next Friday, August, I think, 5th, like 3 o'clock in the afternoon, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Let me look at the time on that before I get too carried away oh i scrolled too far um well 3 p.m next friday august 5th and we'll do it there on the roadway uh, again the Harrelson boulevard bridge where it crosses over u.s Seventeen.
0: okay now and 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 before we go on to the next topic which has something to do with a career in in law enforcement um officer hadger he was the poster child for somebody who always wanted to be a cop can we can we agree on that
1: yeah absolutely very much so he was with us um for a couple of years he was 23 he was responding to a domestic violence call in october of 2020 and just was you know flat out shot by the the suspect as 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 he rolled up on the house unfortunately um yes yeah, he he was a one of those outgoing happy you you, you you quickly came to know him sorts of people, yes.
0: The the reason I was was saying it this way, Mark, was he was somebody, that was his true calling. I mean, from a a teenage boy, it seemed like, if I recall the story correctly, he wanted to be a police officer, and I I, I bring that up because uh, there's going to be a police career day for high school students coming up, Mark.
1: There is. This is coming up uh, Thursday, August 11th, so it's about two weeks away, and the police department is holding a special career day for rising juniors and seniors. Now, granted, you've got to be 21 to be a police officer, but we would like to talk to you about it and see what's on your radar. We do hire community service officers, and they can be as as young as 18, but it's pretty much a day-long thing, like 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. It'll, we'll do it at the ward Police Annex, which is out near the Market Common. We'll do breakfast and lunch. We'll provide breakfast and lunch. You will have a chance to spend the day with the members of our police department and the different divisions, so canine, crime scene, dispatch, investigations, detention, and more, and really just be able Kind of like an Explorer program, but not for scouts, just a a chance to see what goes on. Sort of a Citizens Police Academy, a one-day Citizens Police Academy for junior and seniors in high school.
0: And is this – I'm asking the question, but, I mean, it it seems pretty obvious. Uh, This is a good way for uh, high school-age students to be in contact with law enforcement as well and go, "Hmm." I mean, they're people too. You know, they're not. Just- it
1: is that. That's definitely a secondary benefit. You have a chance to see that. Hey, there, there. That's a person just like us. That's like my uncle or dad or brother. Or um, yes, it does give you a chance to do that too. And you know, go rolling the clock back to when you and I were in a high school. Mm-hmm. night train, Did you know what you wanted to do? I, and I don't recall getting those sorts of. You know, I know what my
0: opinion. guidance counselor said I would be.
1: I know that. <laughs> I, I know what the you know when you take the test. Maybe maybe we tested the same way. Have we
0: had this conversation? No, we before? have not. But I mean, my, my 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 guidance counselor was like,
1: "You ever thought about the military? You ever thought about that?" Oh, no, I yeah, no, 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 I I took the test. There's uh, some there's some sort of career aptitude test, and mine came out to be funeral director. No,
0: I, I think it was uh and and for for people in the in, in the uh uh solid waste industry uh, god bless you I respect you but that's what they, that was the path they said I was I was going that was my career path I, I me mean, I'll tell you what in all sincerity Mark I'm actually doing I mean I was I was in radio when I was 15 years old so I'm actually I've never I've never really worked a day in my life. I'll be honest with you. So.
1: <laughs> oh, I've, I've I've worked in radio. I, that was my part-time job in high school, starting at age 15, and I was terrible. I was a horrible disc jockey. I got better <laughs> over time. Um, but radio was both the most fun job I had and also the hardest job I've ever had.
0: Too. It's actually you ask about what what I'm still waiting for my career options, Mark. I really, I mean, <laughs> r- really am. Uh, we talked about the garage sale being virtually sold out. I guess we're going to drop the word virtually
1: now. Yes, it is It is flat out sold out. So I, I don't know how many vendor spaces they had, like 230, something like that. But it was sold out as of, oh, I think last weekend maybe. By, I don't know that we just have mentioned it yet. But, it, yes, it is sold out. So the garage sale itself is coming up on Saturday, September 10th. And you'll have a chance to go over to the convention center and browse through other people's stuff, which is certainly the highlight of my week. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's a great event if you've not been to the garage sale. It literally is South Carolina's largest garage sale, more than a hundred thousand square feet of stuff.
0: Yes. If you've not listened to this show uh, ever before or with, for any length of time. <laughs> Um, just let it be known that uh, Mark Krua is a hoarder and uh, just uh, wanted that- no,
1: not quite <laughs> you like to use the word, okay, let me phrase
0: it. you like to use the term collector collector uh, accumulator, <laughs> accumulator. I, <laughs> I accumulate stuff
1: i accumulate <laughs> stuff
0: so all right so i have seen some pictures uh, of uh, and they look it looks really really good what am i talking about the pedestrian railings that are going up
1: they do look really sh- sharp and snazzy. I was out there bright and early Monday morning hoping to see the construction you know, the process, but when I got there at 8 o'clock, you know, they had their piece set up, but they were gone. Um, they're doing it in the early morning hours, yep. starting at about 3 a.m., working until about 10 a.m. or the section until they get done so that they're not interrupting traffic on Ocean Boulevard night train. But it does. It looks really good. It's a you know, wrought iron wrought iron style. I don't think anybody makes wrought iron anymore, technically. <laughs> but yeah. uh, they've got little leaping dolphins as a motif, and then there's a wave design to it. And it just looks really good there along Ocean Boulevard.
0: Um... The first section that is, it, where, I didn't, I couldn't tell by the picture where that was at. So is that like in the Peaches Corner area, Skywell area? Is that where that was? No,
1: no, no, no. They're starting on the south piece. <laughs> they started at Seventh Avenue North, and that's on the east side of the road. And they're going to work their way northward. So they'll go from Seventh Avenue North up to Twelfth Avenue North. Don't know whether they'll go back and forth across the street. Don't know exactly how they'll do it, but they are going to go from south to north.
0: Because when I saw those pictures of the location, that whatever that was. Uh, I can easily see how that could help in the downtown, I'm using air quotes here, uh, portion of Myrtle Beach as far as – because there's a lot of people that just run across the road there all the time, you know?
1: Yes, um, and it's it's a very busy – I mean, it, this is a good problem to have, but it's a congested area. you got cars. You know, people want to see and be seen there. Yep, yep. The sidewalks are packed. They, they... – could stand to be bigger, but how do you make a bigger sidewalk? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Do you tear down a building and make a bigger sidewalk? I yeah. don't think so. Um, uh, so this will help separate the pedestrians from the vehicles, define the space, and, and I think give it a very unique and attractive look. This is something that communities, you, know, you go to Paris, you go to London, you will see these sorts of railings uh, in those larger cities, too.
0: So let me ask you this question. I don't know if you can answer this or not, but it just kind of hit me. So... These railings are going to be all connected up to to where like the stoplight is, and the, the crosswalks are going to be the space to cross over. Now, I mean, is that that's the intent, right?
1: Yeah, that's the intent. And I, I think you probably overstated it a little bit. Okay. You know, everywhere there's a, a curb cut, the railings won't be, of course. So it will not be a continuous railing. It will break as you know the sidewalk breaks as your know, sure. driveways exist. So it, there will be a number of breaks there.
0: Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, but either way, I guess all the pictures and if you haven't seen those, you can go to the city of Myrtle Beach's Facebook page and take a look at them because it. The, it it
1: looks nice, it's aesthetically. Yeah, I, I was very pleased. They look snazzy, yeah. Uh,
0: what's going on? How, how are we, uh, the, the boardwalk, are we going along? All is well, I hope, there.
1: Yeah, the boardwalk is coming along well, and I think this week or next you'll begin to see some of the cool decorative features that go into play. We've got some, some cutouts, some, you know, selfie stations, if you will, a couple of those things that will will be popping up here pretty shortly too so uh, i think it's a sand castle and some surfboards that maybe get installed this week and then in a couple of new trash cans on the boardwalk i know we're all excited about new trash cans um and then probably six or seven These aren't those, those
0: smart ones are they
1: i don't think so oh, okay. um uh, and then we, we've got one smart one downtown. Maybe two smart ones downtown. And then new shade sales for the street ends. The shade sales that <laughs> have been there, I think, have been there since since the boardwalk was new. And they're probably just due for like, replacement at this
0: point. And, uh, and and no delays. Things are going as as best as could be expected. I'm assuming.
1: Yeah. It, it's on schedule or maybe a little bit ahead of schedule. They've made really good progress. I have not seen it in person in a little while. That is on my list of things to do this week is to go down and shoot some pictures. We'll share some of those if you've not been down yourself.
0: Uh, we had talked about this before in the Arts and Innovation District about the parking lot and all the construction that it took to do that. I mean, it was, it was crazy, all the, the stuff that had to be done for that parking lot. But I take it the one side was done. Now it's all complete there.
1: Yeah, it, it is. It is all done. We are out of the way now. The landscaping is in there. Then we're talking about the area around Ninth Avenue North and Broadway Street, Oak Street. Um, there behind, if you will, Nance Plaza in the Arts and Innovation District, where we put in the pervious pavers. We basically made a really nice parking lot where it was, you know, kind of junky and ugly before because it was the backsides of the buildings. And it is complete now, and it looks really good. They they did a nice job with it. They did Night Train when they sent us the, oh, we're done. They also sent us uh, a note about when they started and how long it took. We did not include that just because it it took forever apparently (laughs) to do that. And I'm thinking, I'm not going to tell people that it took that long to do that. (laughs) You know
0: what's funny? Is if you haven't been down to that area in a while, I had to go back and look at prior pictures to see what it looked like behind the buildings that you can see now uh, how, it's just it doesn't look like the same place anymore.
1: It it does not, and part of that is due to the fact that we did tear down some buildings yes. open and open it up, uh, particularly yeah. along the, the Broadway Oak Street side of things just to give it a little more visibility because it was always kind of a weird uh, parking arrangement because the buildings were on the outside, the front doors were on the outside, but the parking was on the interior mm-hmm. and the back sides of the buildings, which was a, a little odd for when that was built back in the 50s and 60s, so
0: uh the, the you got on here about the cemetery project is wrapping up this is the one that's near the convention center is that the one we're talking about
1: Correct. This is the historic, mostly African-American cemetery that's behind the convention center that uh, the city acquired in the early 90s, I think, when we were going to expand the convention center. And we've been taking care of it. Although our cemetery crowd these days is taking much better care of it. So we went in and cleaned out the undergrowth. We tore out the old fence. The new fence was going in this week. I've not seen that yet in person. I've seen a picture of that. Um, But and we're going to put a little archway up to give it an entrance feature. So we are making it into a, a a bona fide place that you can be proud to say mm-hmm. that yes, that's the, you know, the city owns that, the city takes care of that. And, and for example, my relatives are buried there. I'm happy to go visit them there. So yes.
0: And didn't you get some corporate help from somebody? Is that right, Mark? Am I am I dreaming on yeah. that one?
1: Um, we we hired a contractor. I don't know that we did get any corporate. Okay, help. Okay, okay, maybe I was thinking something a else. to come in and do that. Yeah,
0: maybe I was of something else. Okay. Uh we are knocking on August, the door of August, and that means the utility increase. Everybody's utility is going to go up by like 80%. Is that what the number
1: is? No, is that, it's, no, it's a fairly minor thing, but I do want folks to know that if you get a utility bill from the city of Myrtle Beach, I paid mine. Well, I wrote the check today. i got to go drop it off, actually. Um, <clears> your utility bill, if you're an average customer beginning with your August bill, typical family, it'll go up about $4.25 a month and that's both water sewer and stormwater minor increases there um, and we also did as last week's did you know mm-hmm. did you know how much a gallon of water costs oh, and shoot I don't know that I've got that handy in front of me but um, it, it's remarkably cheap we sell delivered to your home drinkable uh-huh. water um, four gallons I, I, what is it a hundred gallons for a quarter I think that's what it really? is a hundred gallons for a quarter yeah okay so it's remarkably cheap <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Um, yeah each each gallon is like two tenths of a cent or something like that so yeah
0: so. no we don't realize how spoiled
1: we are as to as no. to being americans you know that
0: we really don't
1: realize we that. genuinely don't let me look that up real fast just to make sure that i'm not
0: i mean could you look at some there. other countries that they, they can't get good drinking water i mean or clean water access and we're paying a quarter for a hundred gallons i mean good yeah. god
1: yeah again a gallon of drinking water costs a quarter of a penny, and that's that's at the new rate. And then it's just 25 cents, 25 and a half cents for 100 gallons of water. So that really is a bargain.
0: Crazy, crazy stuff. Uh, we haven't, I haven't seen any news on these. I'm assuming it's, it's, they're still active. Uh, the the sea turtle nesting, have you, have you heard some more on that? I have not.
1: I have. The Myrtle Beach Police Department did a Facebook post um, this week about uh, a nest that was found and relocated down to the state park area where the rattlesnakes are. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, apparently we've had like 28 inside the city limits of Myrtle Beach so far this year, which is a fairly high number, Night Train. And the rest of the Grand Strand has seen a good many, although I think we were leading the pack believe it or not inside the city i'm
0: just, I, just i'm just like you know, i mean this sea turtle he comes up or she comes up here drops these eggs because this is where she was born and then somebody moves them i wonder what the you know <laughs> wonder what the, the babies are like when they wait a minute here they, they <laughs> dropped this is where i was born but now i gotta walk all this way i mean i wonder do they know that they've been
1: moved when they come back the next time you I, know that, that, that. That's a good question. I suspect they don't know that they've been moved until they actually hatch. So they will assume that the new location is the hatching location, is the, is the place they're supposed to go back to, I think.
0: I mean, I could, I could talk about sea turtles for an hour, I think. I really could. I, I mean, they just, it just fascinates me, Mark, how they do that. It's just, just unbelievable. unbelievable. And they
1: live a long time. I mean, 70, 80, 100 years is not an uncommon age for turtles.
0: Crazy stuff. Uh, The Gray Street Stormwater Project, that's in the closing stages, I take it.
1: Yeah, I think we've got a couple of weeks yet to go. And I drive by on Mr. Joe White Avenue and look to the side and say, wow. Um, But we were, I guess this was one of the last neighborhoods inside the inner city where we still had ditches instead of a stormwater drainage system type stuff. Back in the Booker T. Washington neighborhood in the late 90s. As part of the redevelopment that included Broadway at the Beach, we went through and you know, put stormwater pipes in, did sidewalks, did curb and gutter, repaved all the streets on the Booker T. Washington side. Gray Street is on the other side, sort of across from Futrell Park. And we've gone in, we've put stormwater pipes in, we've filled in the ditches, we put sidewalks in, we've you know, done curb and gutter to create a real stormwater drainage system, and it looks much how could it not look better, honestly? But it looks really good at this point. And I think they're probably two or three weeks away from being done.
0: I don't know where we're going with this, but so um, if people have been questioning, maybe I take it. You're bringing this up for, for a reason, I guess. Fire service questions. What, what are we talking about here, Mark?
1: Yeah, I did. Um, this this popped up. Um, one of our residents who apparently was um, in the D.C. area in the fire department uh, you know, asked about, well, you know, why don't you send a fire truck? To the county, for example, because we can get there. We've got a better fire department. We can get there. We do have mutual aid agreements. I think with all the fire departments locally, and we've got a contract to serve the unincorporated, the outside of the city area, to the waterway, because it makes sense that um, you know we've got this side of the waterway, we can go send a fire truck to your house if you're burning outside the city. Even though you aren't paying for it, the county's going to give us a little bit of money to make that happen. But we, we don't. And her, her feedback to us was, well, you know, in the D.C. area, everybody goes to all the fires. Well, the waterway is a little bit like a mountain range. Um, mm-hmm. For us to send an apparatus on the other side of the waterway, which is not city, uh, you know, that would take as long as it would take for the county to go respond to that. And that's their jurisdiction, that's sort their of thing. But you know, sending one of our units or more than one of our units that far away from the city then means that we do not have the resources to respond in a timely manner inside the city okay. where everybody's paying for it. So we do provide that sort of... Mutual aid up to the waterway for the unincorporated areas that are outside of the city But we don't really cross the waterway unless there's a you know, you know a big fire three long four alarm fire And then we will go help with that But we don't automatically go respond on the other side of the waterway because that's that's too far mm-hmm. Again, the waterway is a barrier in terms of that uh, Response time and still be able to provide the service that we need to to the residents who are actually paying for that service
0: We've talked about this a lot recently, but I mean it still holds true. There's a lot of people looking for for people to work there, and the city is is not alone in that. So yes, the Myrtle Beach is
1: hiring. We are, and, and there's a cross section of jobs if you were looking for a great career, and again, we just went through the class and compensation studies, so our salaries are higher than they were You know, three weeks ago. (laughs) Um, And so certainly police and fire. We have both police and fire openings right now. But also current new jobs listed. Um, We're looking for a crew leader for rights of way. We're looking for equipment operators, maintenance workers, um, crew supervisors in the sewer department, uh, heavy equipment Mechanic. We need an IT analyst if you're an in, um, one of those information tech people, and we need a fee and license representative in financial services. So you know, kind of a clerical officey sort of thing. So lots of jobs. Check that out on our website, cityofmurrellbeach.com, if you will. Please.
0: We talk about during the summer we get out of the way and just let tourism do what tourism does. But in the fall, it's it's the locals' time again, if you will. And there's a lot of fall events. And September looks insane,
1: Mark. It looks insane. It does. There's something literally every weekend, I think. Um, Once we get to September, that first weekend will be the Waves of Praise Gospel Festival, which is a lot of fun. That's Friday through Sunday on the Pavilion Place, South Carolina's largest garage sale. The next weekend, I love seafood. Is also that next weekend, September 10th and 11th, also at the Pavilion Place, uh, the beach and chili fest, including the World Championship Chili Cookoff, is coming back Friday through Sunday, September 23rd through 25th. Um, literally something every weekend, not only in in uh, bu- 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 September but probably October as well too. Yeah, and it's
0: just uh, I I love those events. Uh, I love that they moved the 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 chili festival to later, to where it's going to be hopefully a little bit cooler and, and more appropriate for, for Chile, But, I mean, these are well-attended events, and, 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 and this, they're not locals' events, but just so many locals enjoy these along with the tourists.
1: Yeah, we forget how fortunate we are to have the wide variety of things that we can all go enjoy mm-hmm. because we live here in Myrtle Beach. Absolutely.
0: All right, from Mark Kruger, I am Nitrain, Thank you so much. Maybe you've been listening to us on the podcast or your favorite Cumulus radio station. But either way, thank you so much for taking us along. You have been listening to Myrtle Beach Focus.